Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Good morning and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D, and I'm always here helping you to find that work-life balance, find that joy in your life, find that way to make your success story a reality so that you can have a successful business that you can, or a career, because I know that we do have some people that are um, not business owners that are listeners, and that you can live a life that's fulfilled so that you're doing the things that you really want to in life, because Honestly, life is short and we always expect that there's more time. We always expect that there's going to be another opportunity to do these things. But why live that way? Why um, And why have regret about the things that you've never done when you could be doing them? You could really uh, find a way to make your dreams reality. So that's the scope of the podcast. Um, Today's episode, so I want to touch two things, and um, I think I've married them together. We'll see. Uh, First, I want to, you know, I can't get too deep into this without honoring today. So today is, well, today would have been my grandmother's um, birthday, and, you know, she's passed away. Anybody who knows me, more than 10 minutes knows uh, about my relationship and connection with my grandmother. Um, You've heard a grandmother story or some wisdom that has been passed on via my grandmother, um, a funny anecdote, something, absolutely something. So my grandmother raised me and we were very close and um, we had the, the blessing of you know, becoming um, friends in adulthood. And, you know, she was, you know, that person that, you know, I always knew understood me and I always knew that I could call about whatever was going on. And she was going to give her perspective, um, whether I agree with her or not, she was going to give her honest opinion. And, um, and one of the things that, I realized about myself that I knew that I got from my grandmother, but um, realized, you know, as my dad um, got sick and when my dad passed away, because a lot of people mentioned this, you know, in his eulogy, one of the things that I inherited from both of them was the, um, the idea of never to leave somebody sad you know they always would end a conversation with some sort of joke or some sort of story that made you laugh that left you in a better place than when they found you so that is you know a big part of who I am I always want to leave people better than I 
found them. And what I know is, is that it's easy to be sad. Like there's certain emotions that don't need any help. Anger, sadness, um, they don't need any help. The, the, the hard ones, they don't need any help. You just, those things will come naturally when they are um, supposed to be felt. And they don't need, they really don't need anybody to help them along. And it's, you know, sometimes a little weird to me when people, you know, um, poke and prod at that, like in, it, not in the sense of being supportive or trying to comfort that person, but I feel like sometimes people are insensitive to the fact that maybe that person don't need you to say certain things in this moment that are going to, that's going to bring them deeper into a feeling that they already are feeling and nobody enjoys those feelings. So, you know, I, I just always want to leave somebody better than when they went in, um, honoring their feelings, but, you know, giving them a moment of reprieve, giving them a second to smile, even though that their storm may not be over at the end of that conversation, but they had a moment to to see, you know, some sunlight, some, you know, a rainbow, something. So that was definitely, you know, who my grandmother was. She was, she was going, like, if she didn't make you laugh at some point in the conversation, then you just don't have a sense of humor. Like, that's all I can say. Like, she just had an uncanny ability to do that. So that rolls me into my topic, which is my topic today is SOS. And so how I got here to this topic, um, I was talking to a friend this week and they were just going through something and, but they had been going through the something for a minute. And part of it was just not knowing how to say I'm going through something. And part of it is sometimes we're going through something and we want the support, but we don't necessarily want to talk about the something. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, those emotions don't need help. We already feel that way. We don't want to like talk about it. Um, I know myself personally, sometimes when I'm having, you know, mo emotional moments or if I'm having a moment of, you know, self-doubt or I'm, you know, a little bit scared about something that I'm about to do. I don't necessarily want to talk about that thing. Two reasons. One, because I don't want to dwell in it, right? Um, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It depends on what my mood is at that moment. But when I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to dwell on it. I feel like I've given it enough energy or I want to hear something different, but I don't want it to feel like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not feeling confident today. And then someone's like, well, you're great. And that's just in response to you saying you're not feeling confident as opposed to how that would feel if you were just, if somebody just randomly said it to you. Um, so I'm saying all that to say that there's a bunch of reasons why you may not want to talk about the thing. And sometimes it's embarrassment as well. Like sometimes, you know, you may be embarrassed that you are struggling with something or, 
you know, to be honest, like if I'm, you know, being a hundred percent honest, I just finished, um, the capable and confident challenge, the, um, imposter syndrome challenge. And I don't think one of the things that, um, one of the ladies in the challenge in her testimonial said was there were areas that I had imposter syndrome that I didn't even realize it existed. And I think that that's true. I think that we, you know, we are often feeling embarrassed, alone, ashamed, because we think that we are the only ones struggling with certain things, or we think that we are the only ones um, experiencing something. And when I say that, I'm not saying that to say that your feelings aren't valid, that your feelings aren't real, that your feelings aren't, you know, because sometimes people take that to mean that, that, you know, I'm minimizing. I'm not minimizing your feelings. Your feelings are 100% valid. Your feelings are 100% true. I'm trying to minimize the feeling of loneliness because I feel like on top of whatever it is you're experiencing, it's that loneliness. When I talk to people, it's that loneliness that feels like the biggest weight. Like, so if you were, you know, if they tied strapped weights to you and you're in the pool and they're trying to weigh you down to the bottom because that's you know, how we often feel like we're being weighed down when we're going through um, emotional turmoil, you know, those other, those other things might be 10 pound weights, might be five pound weights, might be 20 pound weights, but something about that loneliness, it seems like it's the 50 pound, the hundred pound weight that, you know, takes you from, you know, feeling way down to just sinking. And so I do want to just address that loneliness piece because, you know, it, it, there's so many people that feel either the same way you do, or they're going through their own situation, but everybody struggles some more than others, some with, you know, different things than others. But you're not alone in not being perfect because nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. Nobody, you know, nobody has all the answers. Nobody has figured it all out. So you're not alone in that. I just, I, I don't know how to impress that any further um, than to say it and continue to say it, but you are not alone in feeling that way everybody feels that way everybody struggles with different things you know it's just like when you think about um different diseases different um different like you know when you have people on the spectrum you have different um, mental illnesses and there's this word that's used often it's you know highly functioning right and highly functioning means that I still experience the thing, but some kind of way I didn't figure out how to navigate it in a way that it doesn't appear that way to others, right? And, you know, that can be difficult because one, the highly functioning person is probably, you know, 
I'm not gonna say probably. I I I feel like I follow highly functioning in a lot of things. The highly functioning person gets tired. You know, it's a lot of um work to work through what you're going through and still function, right? But then it also makes it um difficult for the person that is that can't that they, they that no, this thing has got me. I can't, I can't appear any other way than what I'm experiencing right now. So all of that is levels of imposter syndrome because we're feeling like we're not functioning the way we're intended to function. And that's not true. We are, we're trying to survive the stimuli that we're faced with. And we are all faced with a bunch of stuff. And a lot of it is crazy. A lot of it is not the situations are not normal. It's not that we're not normal. We're having to adapt to things that don't make sense. I don't want, I I, I went down a road, but I want to bring it back to the point, which is SOS. And so in the conversation, we talked about, you know, how to reach out, how to reach out and get the support that you need without having to necessarily say, hey, I'm going through this thing. Let me run down the whole situation of what I'm going through and, you know, get into something that maybe you don't want to get into, but you maybe, but you still know, you know what? I need something more than what's happening right now. And so in that particular situation, and this may be something that you want to employ with your friends as well, we decided to just come up with a a code word. You text me that word and here I come. And we don't have to talk about the thing. We I'm going to follow your lead. You want to talk about the thing? We talk about the thing. If you don't want to talk about the thing, I'm going to talk about something else. I'm I, I'm going to talk about something else. Even if we talk about the thing, I'm going to tell you something crazy somewhere in the conversation so that I'm going to make sure that I get at least a laugh or a smile out of you when it's appropriate because nobody wants to sit feeling that way. You know, you, again, give your feelings their, their due and their honor and their time, but there's nothing wrong with breaking it up with a little conversation or lunch or a tea or you know whatever with a good friend some drinks whatever it is it's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with reaching out and as a supportive friend you should be able to you know be there for your friends in that way and allow them to be there for you in that way because there's also that strong part of ourselves that doesn't want anybody to know that we struggle sometimes so allow your friends to be um there for you in that way i'm gonna say that another time because i know myself i know my <laughs> i know my friend circle and i know we um we we have that we still trying to relinquish that strong woman and so allow your friends to be for, there for you in that way um have this conversation have the conversation while nothing's going on and talk about what does that look like what how do i how do you want this to go um what are you you know what what's that code word if you come up with a code word um, what does that look like? Um, 
you know, people often say check in on, on your strong friend, man, check in on all of your friends, but know that, you know, I always feel like that's a, um, I feel like it's a little bit of gaslighting because in certain situations, there was nothing that, that, that you could have done differently, you know, that, to change um, outcomes. But, you know, as on both sides, be open and create a lane for SOS, create a lane for people to be able to step in, come in um, and be of help and for you to be able to be of help when people need it. And, you know, I'm not going to go deep into this story because I've shared it on multiple past episodes and I'm probably going to share it a bunch of times again because it's just the catalyst of why I got into this whole work with ease lifestyle. But, um, you know, binge watch, go binge watch. You can get all of the, the full version of the story. But, you know, after my grandmother passed, I realized that, you know, I went into a dark place and nobody knew how to get me out. But a part of that was because I never set up that support to begin with because I was strong. I didn't need that. I was fine. I was going to be able to take care of whatever I needed to take care of. And I did not have that set up, even with the people that were closest to me, that loved me the most. And, you know, they gave support in the best way that they knew how. But neither one of us knew <laughs> how I needed it neither one of us knew what that looked like because I had never opened myself up to the idea of finding support outside of myself so don't wait until you're in that situation it's hard to be dealing with stuff and trying to figure out <laughs> how to you know imagine if you went on a um a hike or or a you know a trail or something like that and then you sprained your ankle so now you are in pain and trying to figure out how to get out it don't make sense don't don't do that to yourself so set up the support system you know set up the 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 SOS um you know ironically like I said I you know I had to honor my grandmother this morning um Ironically, even, you know, in her passing, she still is that SOS for me because she could always look at me and know if I wasn't feeling right, if I wasn't, if things weren't right. Your eyes look weak. You need something to eat. Go lay down. You seem tired. She always was that person. And, you know, even today, this morning, I woke up and you know, usually on podcast mornings, I wake up and I, you know, pray and reflect and think about what um, what the Lord wants me to talk about. Um, and I kept circling, kept circling, kept circling topics. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Y'all. I kept circling topics and laying back down and circling topics. And I'm just laying in bed. I usually do this laying in bed before I get up, because I get up and go straight to sit and um, record. And, you know, I realized that time was passing. Excuse me. Okay, that one didn't want to come out. The time was passing, and I was just still lingering. And it was her voice. 
That's it. Look it up. <laughs> Get up out there, bed. You're not going to spend this day walking around in pity. Um, That's just, that's her personality always was. You know, you're not going to, she's always snapping me out of things, even since she's gone. Um, I'm gone and you can't do nothing about that. So you have to keep living. And that's exactly how she would say it. <laughs> that's exactly who she was. Um, and, you know, it works for me. It may not work for the next person. Maybe you need a hug more than you need, you know, a, a, um, stern talking to. But, but that's just the reality. We all need that in our lives. We all need that, you know, SOS that we can call out to that, you know, when I, when I call out, I know that I'm going to get a response, some support, some whatever it is. Um, and if you're in a position where you, you have not built that network of trust and, you know, you're working on that, you know, I mean, sometimes you may have the SOS with a stranger. I mean, people do it to me all the time <laughs> in in the grocery store, in public, wherever I am. So you sometimes that that may be the thing, you know, not every stranger is gonna appreciate that. But but um but also, you know, you you can come up with some things that you know work for yourself, some reminders to yourself to, you know, you know what, I need to get up and get out. Or I need to, let me see who wants to go grab a drink. Let me see who wants to, you know, just hang out. It don't even have to be deep. Just hang out. Hey, girl, you want to come over and sit at the house? We ain't got to put bras on or nothing. It it doesn't even have to be deep. But know that, you know, there are people out there that are supportive you know, start building those types of relationships, those types of networks. We Networking is not just for doing business. Networking is about building support systems. And we all need it. We can't do it alone. Nobody's perfect. Nobody, you know, is going through life without having these moments. So, Start trying to build those types of relationships. And one of the best ways I've found to build relationships is to be the person that you want to see. Because then you will attract more people that are like that. Um, so start building those types of relationships. Start um, having these difficult conversations of saying, hey, you know, you you don't have to have it while you're in, in, in crisis, while you're in the moment. Um you can have the conversation ahead of time and say, hey, you know what? I want to be able to reach out. Sometimes I feel like this and sometimes I need somebody to laugh with or sometimes I need somebody to cry with or sometimes I need somebody to just sit with. And I, you know, I just want to like put that out there on the table what does that look like? What is your situation? You know, how do we navigate this to make sure that we're being, you know, real friends to one another, making sure that we are caring for one another. So um, the little voice of my grandmother in my head is telling me, wrap this up. <laughs> She's telling me, go ahead and wrap this up because you're getting a little too heavy and a little too <laughs> 
because that's what she was she she was say girl like they get the point um so i'm gonna wrap this up and i invite you to um to do those things i invite you really to you know next month i will run another round of the capable and confident challenge i invite you to join it i'm going to share um, today on my social media testimonials and breakthroughs from the challenge and you know I I already knew but when you hear it from a person that has experienced it and um, what they got out of the situation I want everyone to experience that because I you know I constantly am meeting women of brilliance and you may not think that you are one of them um you are you are I meet women of brilliance every day who are not confident in who they are who are not seeing themselves the way that others see them and to see this process in action and to see those aha moments and those breakthroughs is priceless because I, I, you know, I used to think maybe if I shake them hard enough, they'll see, <laughs> they'll see the them that I see and that other people see. Um, Cause I can't make you see that in, in that way. Um, but the beauty of this process is I feel like I can make people see that. <laughs> I can make people see that, you know, I, in conversation, I always try to encourage people, I always try to uplift people, but it's something about going through a curated process that is designed to make you see that, that matters. So just putting that on the table. Again, I'll share some more um, in on my social media outlets over the next week or so, but I, you know, I invite you. I invite you to join. I invite you to go out and find your tribe, your people, your um, your circle of trust and of support. And I also invite you laugh today to laugh, to find something to laugh about. Um, even if you're struggling today. There's something funny going on. Go go down the TikTok rabbit hole for a few minutes. Or, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm not going to sit in sadness today. Um, I, I, I miss the hell out of my grandmother. I really, really do. But I know that that's not what she wants for me. And I know that I don't want to sit in sadness either. I'm going to think about some of the funny things because she was absolutely hilarious. And I'm going to think about funny memories and times that we've had. And, you know, I'm going to make it a good day. It's going to be a good day. And I want you to have a good day as well. And I want you to, you know, have some, have a little sunshine. Even if it's raining outside, see if the, the sun will peek from behind the clouds for a moment. And reach out to somebody that brings you sunshine. Who makes you feel good when you are talking to them? You don't even have to explain why. Just call them today or, you know, see if they're available for lunch today and spend some time with them because they make you smile. 
All right, y'all, I'm wrapping up. Y'all have a beautiful, beautiful day. And I will see you next week. Next week, we'll have a guest episode um, that I am really, really excited about, which um, is a perfect segue because we will be talking about um, bringing excitement into your offer and in, in general into your business. So um, Ray of Sunshine, we, we you're going to love next week's episode. So make sure you're back for next week's um, interview episode. All right. Have a good week, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at coachdannyd.com.